I'm just eating um, my chips. Okay. Would you like me to start? Start whenever you were ready, dude. And here's to the beginning. Oh, <laughs> Why, Johnny Ringo? Okay. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. I'm your Huckleberry. Incoming the Rambling Podcast with your hosts, Conway Titty and Stoney Robbins. Howdy, y'all! Welcome back to another episode of the Ramblin' Podcast. I'm your host, Conway Titty. And I'm your host, Tony Robbins. And yeah, welcome back. This is another audio-only podcast, so don't worry about trying to watch us on your uh, tellies or video devices or anything like that. You can just sit back, relax, and let us talk to you into your ear holes nice and sweet-like. Because this is definitely going to be an episode that gets weird on episode eight here. It's about to get really fucking weird. <laughs> mm, real weird. Mm. <laughs> Mine didn't do it as well. <laughs> yeah, yours didn't, yours didn't pick it up. You, you, gotta, you just got to know how to do it properly. This is not going to be an ASMR episode either. Sorry to disappoint you guys if you're really looking forward to hearing Stoney do an ASMR episode. Maybe one day in the future I'll just let him have the whole episode to himself to make noises for your sweet little ear holes. <laughs> I'll just, uh, if you let me do that, I'll do a whole episode where all I do is just make obnoxious sounds and then just spew propaganda. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole brainwashing episode. <laughs> Starring uh, only me. Only you. Uh, so uh, I'm a little hungover. Uh, my voice is very scratchy. I smoked a whole pack of cigarettes last night and drank quite a bit. So I'm definitely feeling those that pack of cigarettes today for sure. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like I told you that was going to happen or something. Yeah, yeah. It happens every time I start drinking and I'm like, you know what sounds good? A whole pack of menthols, <laughs> and then it's just chain smoking the rest of the night. Fuck. How are you feeling today? I feel great. I mean, aside from having to take an Uber to go get my truck, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, other than that, but we hope you guys had a uh, fabulous little weekend. If you guys are listening on a weekend or a day, wherever you're listening, I hope we're having a good day. And uh, let's kind of dive into... Uh, today's episode, Stoney, would you like to tell the audience and the wonderful listeners today what we are going to be talking about? Just things that people like to fuck to. That was really loud. What was that again? I said fetishes, things that people like to fuck to. Yeah, uh, well, that's the difference. Um, there is there is quite a difference between kink, kinks and fetishes. So I'm going to kind of give a def. Uh, what I'm going to do is kind of we're going to break it down to give you guys also some scientifical scientifical <laughs> some, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> some scientific information uh, with, you know, sources and stuff. So that way you guys know we're not just like shitting out our asses here. Um, we'll get more to that later as well. <laughs> hey, that's also a good. Um, 
But yeah, it, fetishes are not really just things uh, to fuck to. So I have a definition here uh, where it says kinks versus fetishes. Know the difference because we want to make sure our audience is well incorporated with this topic today. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting. So kinks are preferences and fetishes are sort of like super kinks. So here's the difference. Fetishes are like requirements. Like people have to have that in order to, yes. you know, do the thing. So the proper definition, a kink is something that is arousing but falls outside the boundaries of what society considers normal sexuality, normal kinks. And many people describe a fetish as a sexual need and a kink as a preference. So that's the big factors here that we're going to describe. We are talking about fetishes. But not just kinks like fetishes. This means that the people have to have this every time that they get aroused. So, for example, someone who gets aroused by their partner wearing high heels during sex has a high heel kink. Someone who cannot get aroused without their partner wearing high heels has a high heel fetish. So, class, do we understand the difference? A kink is, ah, we like that. And a fetish is, I have to have it. Make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just... I, I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know I was your class today. Well, you're, you're also my, my TA here, my teacher's oh, assistant. Okay. Okay. So you're also my TA as well. But yes, class, this is, uh, we are talking about the I have to have today uh, fetishes. So most of these fetishes also are kinks for people. But like I said, we're just really going to talk about the stuff that people have to have to be able to get off. Like they literally cannot get hard without it. They can't get wet without it. They cannot even, uh, finish without it practically. Right. Like, you know, we're, we're not going to, this is not going to be a very family friendly episode. Uh, what's so fucking ever. And we are about to get down and dirty and elbow deep up into some interesting topics and some very, very common topics as well. Speaking of elbow deep. <laughs> yeah, speaking of elbow deep. Um, so another little background about fetishes and where do they come from? Most scientists and experts believe that sexual fetishes come from early in life experiences. Uh, sexual experiences during or around puberty can lead to fetishes. And objects that were present or prominent on during the early sexual development uh, can be associated with sex in our minds. Um, I mean, that's basically. kind of that's kind of pretty straightforward. Like a lot of people, um, you know, like I think the biggest thing right now. Um, just purely based on you can look at uh, like TikTok is a big one. There's people that are like extremely underage getting into like extremely hard kinks and stuff like that well, at a very early age. Yeah, and we'll and we'll it's definitely going to affect that. <laughs> we'll we'll definitely get into that. And so, um, but but yeah, this is how kind of if you're wondering yourself, hmm, why do I like that? Think about you know. I mean, we're not really going to think about our own selves. We just do it quietly in your head. We're not going to talk out loud about our younger selves, you know, kinks. That's a little weird. We're not going to get into that. Um, but think to yourself, okay, why do I like this during sex or masturbation or just being aroused? Why does that arouse me? And then think about the first time you remember seeing it, and then you go, oh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? 
That's kind of how it works. Is like it's around the puberty time. It's around sexual experiences time. It could be memories from things, smells from things, sounds from things. It's all of your five senses incorporated into your development, basically. And some people also get kinks and fetishes later on in life, too. So it's not necessarily just strictly, you know, as you're growing through pu- puberty. It's, it's, it, it's a lot different sometimes, too. Yeah. So, so I broke down um, fetishes and I put them in three categories, which I told Stoney about earlier. I have not told Stoney my list of fetishes that I have that I want to talk on the podcast. We're not going to hit like every single one. We know as sex workers that there is so many fetishes out there in the world. We just wanted to kind of I made a list of ones that I found very common um, that are fun to talk about that are uh decent and gonna give us some good content so don't worry if we leave out your fetish sorry but we know you have one we know it's out there don't worry um and we're also not gonna talk about um the illegal fetishes either we're gonna (laughs) definitely not doing anything extremely fucked up or anything like that because that's fucking disgusting and sick and y'all know exactly what i'm talking about i don't even gotta say it um, but I broke, yeah, <laughs> but I broke down these fetishes in three different categories. So the first category is items or body parts. The second category is going to be scenarios. And the very last category will be body fluids. So that way we kind of have a nice flow on the topic of um, what it's going to be. <laughs> so it doesn't just sound like a jumbled mess. Before, um, before we get so far into this, I'm just going to break the one thing that everyone keeps saying. Kinks are not hereditary. That's something that people keep saying all the time, and studies show that it is not something hereditary, so don't feel, I guess, weird, I guess, in a if sense. If you have but- a kink or a fetish, or if we list anything on the on this that you're like, I really enjoy that. Um, we also will be telling stories um, on some of these, so that we think you guys will really enjoy. Um, but the very last thing I also want to put as a disclaimer... Tony and I are not kink shaming people whatsoever. We are just kink asking why. <laughs> kink asking, not kink shaming. Yeah, we're not kink shaming. We're not going to put anyone down unless, like I said, ergo the illegal kinks that are in f- fetishes that are fucking, you know, horrible. We will shame them all you want. But for most of these, we are not kink shaming because, like I said, we are sex workers. We are around a lot of these kinks. Um, on the internet quite a bit Um, me personally I have gotten every single one of these requests every single thing on this list I have gotten a request to do or people are asking me about it or for some reason as a sex worker do people think that um, I'm like their therapist in a way so they tell me their secrets and things that they don't tell anybody else like their you know their, their fantasies and fetishes and shit like this so yeah, I do know people that have these have these things. <laughs> I'm not we're not just like, oh, whatever. But also all of these on this list are very common, which is also wild. Some of these are quite wild for um you vanilla people out there. This may be quite shocking for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, there's, so, there's all kinds of crazy things that people want to put in their bodies or put on their bodies or Perfect, which is a great segue into we're going to start with the category of items or body parts. All right. So first category of key of fetishes, right? Fetishes. Remember, fetishes, you have to have to get off. All right. All right. So uh, the first one I got on my list, which is the most common one in the entire world, 
is feet or shoes. Yeah, there's a lot of feet fetish people out there. Uh, it is it is quite uh quite um a very very common uh fetish. But I think the the best part about feet fetish is the fact that it is a very detailed fetish. It's very it's very broad too because like there's some people that like it's only like say the socks that someone else has worn. Or and for other people it could be just smelling the bottom of a dirty foot. Like it's just it's so specific to each individual person that it becomes very intimate for them. But not even that. When I say detailed, I mean do you want your feet big feet? Do you want your feet small? Do you want your toenails painted? If so, what color? Uh, do you like your feet dirty? Do you want them squeaky clean? Do you like little hair on your feet? Do you not? Do you like these feet in, in socks? No socks. Do you like them in heels, in types of shoes, platforms, boots? Like there's so much detail that goes into the feet fetish. And then it's also like, okay, what kind of things do you want on your feet? Do you like oil? Do you like lotion? Do you like wax? It It's, you know, like it's in a crazy amount that it's, there's a whole website dedicated to celebrities' feats. Any famous person is on the website. They have picked, like, you could, it, what is it? it's like celebritifeats.com or something like, rate my rate, feet. Rate my feet. Yeah, it's something, it's something like that. And that's where, you know, it's hilarious because you just, you have all these people, like I said, celebrities or just well-known influencers or anything like that. If their feet are public, it's on that website and people do rate are like so critical. They yeah, are it's, so it's, critical. Uh, it's wiki feet. Wiki feet. There it is. Wiki feet. Yeah, there's all kinds and like there's just it just has it by celebrity categories. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is like and people give reviews like it's like yeah. a fucking Yelp over there. Like you ate at a restaurant and you're like, this food was bad. Like they're like these feet bad. And and and, you know. Being in the industry that we work on, I have gotten plenty of time where people will pay me to go get pedicures, um, pay me to film myself getting a pedicure, and then, like, take feet pictures with the specific color that they want, or, um, which is, like, nice at the same time. It's, like, pe someone's paying for me to go get a foot massage and my toenails cleaned and shit, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that is nice. Um, and I also think it's hilarious that also in this industry, there's so many of us that if we post shit online... And you can see our feet. Ninety percent of the time, it is blurred out. For free? For no free? free? No free fit pics. That's a that is like a, I feel like it's such a rule nowadays. Um, especially don't, for don't show your toes for free. Yeah, especially for spicy workers, is like just this fetish alone. Like I said, it's one of the most common in the entire world. And all of this information, by the way, is updated as of 2022. So this isn't like old old news this is like yes so it is one of the most common in the entire world so imagine never even having to show any of your body parts except for your feet and you're making millions of dollars like there's, imagine there's, there's people out there that do it yeah they do a hundred percent uh yeah and it's i i find that fascinating because it's like there is podiatrists you know you gotta like I feel like if you're a podiatrist, which if you guys don't know, that's that's basically a foot doctor. Um, do you think they have a fetish for feet? That's a good question. I mean, statistically speaking, 100%. 
there's you would at, say yes, right? There's at least a few podiatrists out there that are just only in podiatry because they love feet. But you got to also think it was like they see some gross ass feet, though, because they're the doctors curing things and fixing things and cutting things off. You know what I mean? But maybe so, that's their specific fetish. Maybe. Yeah. Like. Maybe they like fucked up feet. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like I've gotten plenty of requests where it's like, yeah, you want your feet to look all pretty and whatever. But then I have like other requests where people want my feet fucking dirty, like just walking outside on the ground barefoot in the mud. Gross. You know what I mean? Like digging it in. And then you'll see things on TikTok of people just squishing their feet in different substances or foods or things like that. Um, And that is a fetish. People. Everything is honestly a fetish. Like, think about that. Like, everything on the human body is a fucking fetish, which is insane. Yep, so, some person, that's that's what does it for them. So, working our, our way kind of up the body, I kind of did it in order. And then there's some, like I said, items thrown in. Um, next would be, like, stockings or nylon, which is, like, pantyhose. Um, I know that is a very... Um, very common fetish as well. I know it's a, one of the top ten in the world as well. Um, and I would say this this fetish I, is mainly in, I'm not going to say older people, but people pre-internet because you had to look at, you know, good housekeeping catalogs and lingerie catalogs. And all you could really get off to was women in stockings and, and you know, they're wearing like classy lingerie, if that makes sense. Um, I find that to be more common with um, older folks. I mean, not saying no one can just not have that, but for me personally, that's who I've experienced it most from is, um, you know, because like think about most women were wearing stockings and garters and stuff for a very long time. Specifically like back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, it was a very common thing. So like you have the older folks that grew up in that time and they see their like mom's friend you know, Becky Joe, who's looking cute in her, you know, knee length dress, but you can see those stockings, you know, like it's, it is a quite common uh, fetish. So that would also kind of be into like materials. That is, materials is, is quite a big uh, subcategory of like items and fetishes. Um, so other materials people find very erotic are latex, rubber, or leather. Yep, those ones are very common. Um, very, very common. And it's it's something as simple as, like, maybe they just like the way it feels because maybe it's a sensory thing for them, or maybe they like the idea of seeing someone else in it because, like, with latex specifically or any kind of those, like, restraining ones, like, it makes everything, like, super outlined, and maybe that's why they like it. Like, it's so different for each person, just, like, with the whole feet thing. Yeah, the the silhouette of a, of a body being extra tight because the latex is just sucked to you. It could be a feel, you know, like you said, the way people, it feels on someone's skin or them touching it. Like I said, all of these fetishes have to do with all of the five senses. So whether you're seeing it and you're like, I love the look of latex, rubber, leather, nylon, materials like that. Uh, you love the way it feels when you're touching it or it is on your skin as well. Uh, some people love the way it sounds. Um, like just even like a skin touching on top of nylon or like the stretching and the like, like think of like latex gloves when they, cl- when they like uh, 
when you're putting them on and you can stretch them out and it like flings back to the skin that like clap people mm-hmm. really enjoy that as like a sensory for hearing um yeah, and then some people love the smell of of latex and, and nylon and leather and lace and, and stuff like that you know like it just it's fascinating it really is yeah and i feel like a big resurgence of this was definitely definitely the uh the rise of asmr stuff because a lot of people don't realize that like not all asmr is just like oh to relax some of it is a hundred percent just for kinks and fetishes yes yes because that goes along with your your five senses so there's people um i know of that can close their eyes and masturbate to an asmr video and get off just based on like whatever the person's you know doing whether it's like they're squishing something squishy or they're just clacking or breathing, like it is uh, f- just not weird, but it is it is confusing in a sense of like, wow, th- your brain is so powerful enough to make you this erotic and get you to that certain level of like, oh my God, this feels amazing just by a sound. You know what I mean? By a sound or just by like, like even with the the latex and stuff like there's people that can literally just like hold on to like gloves yes gloves while they while they do their thing and yes it, which it, is works for them which is the, the the next item on the list is gloves and hands um that's our next little body part so that was that was like perfect yeah people um another common fetish is a hand fetish just like foot fetish you know obviously like i said every body part can be a fetish even the ones you don't think of um i, I will say in my experience, I feel like the hand fetish is a hundred percent more in it, it. Well, I don't even know if in my experience, but just from what I've seen based on like, you know, society and stuff, it's a lot more geared towards like the female than it is for like a male in a sense, just because like how many times do you see like males like putting on rings and like all kinds of jewelry and stuff like that and literally taking pictures of just their hands whether it be just because they're veiny. Yeah, you also got to realize, like, I'm a woman too. So we'll just take gender out of it. We're just talking specifically about hands. So what you mentioned earlier is people can even get off by holding gloves. So, like, like I said, it depends on the material gloves, whether it's just, you know, satin, silk, latex, like any common clothing material people can get off to uh, depending on what specific body part or placement they want it to be. So for example, someone can get off to holding gloves that are latex and they can be squeezing it and touching it and smelling the latex and like rubbing it on themselves and getting off at the same time. And like that's correlated with hands, you know, like, um, so with the hand fetish, it is much like the foot fetish. It is very detailed. Are your hands masculine? Are your hands more feminine? Are they big? Are they small? Are they veiny? Are they rough? Do they have calluses on them? Are they dirty? Do they have accessories, rings on them? What color is your fingernail polish? Do you have any on? How long are the nails? Are they sharp? Are they small? Are they little? Like, it's so detailed, just like the feet are. And the very common thing that I'm sure, like, slips a lot of people's minds, like, this goes over so many people's heads because I see it all over Facebook all of the time. I see it all over TikTok and all over Twitter all of the time. Is you have, mainly it's this kind of dainty woman who is making dinner, air quotes on making dinner or food or a recipe or whatever. And she is just making a weird concoction of food 
and using her hands for all of it, mushing it together, mixing it. And you're like, what in the fuck is this lady making? And she's like telling you all about her recipe and the recipe turns out like dog shit, basically. But people don't realize like that is a sexual fetish right there. Like just even being on camera and filming it it's always like a close-up of the hands and then it like pans out to her cooking something some more and then she zooms back in the hands and the hands are like covered in like weird flour and cheese combination like and she's just squishing her hands around like more extra than you would watching like a normal fucking cooking recipe right and it, it and there's so many of these videos and then you like go and read the comments and these people are like what the fuck is she cooking and i'm like you guys are missing it it's right in front of you it's people wanting to jerk off and slash masturbate to these videos that are a hundred percent family friendly, right? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that crazy? That's so fucking crazy to me. That it's just it's just there. It's it's out in the in the open. Um. So another, we got two more uh, body parts that I put on the list, and the rest are kind of items, right? So next body part, as we worked our way from the feet to the hands, um, in the middle, uh, belly buttons. Yeah, people people like belly buttons. Um, do you have any idea as to why? No, I honestly have no clue other than the fact that some people look at it as an orifice, I guess. Yeah, that is correct. People view the belly button as another small hole, uh, in a sense. Um, people view it as a way to, um, I would say mainly for men, cause men, uh, ejaculate, they view it as like a little holder for their semen, you know, like a little, a little pond, a little cum pond, a holder for semen, huh? <laughs> a holder for semen. Yeah. Cause think about it. Like it's why men do prefer, some of them prefer to nut on a, on bellies um because you're like ha i got it in her belly button um but not necessarily that more specifically they like the feeling of their own belly buttons while they're like masturbating or performing sex or acts so like you know when um, you know on dodgeball where they have the car wash and the big guy is uh has this big truck and he's making uh the scrawny guy wash his his truck, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, get in there nice and deep like. And he's rubbing his belly button as he's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's it's a thing that um, people will stick their finger into their belly button deep enough to where you can feel something and wiggle it around. And it sexually arouses them to the point of uh, finishing. <laughs> interesting (laughs) yeah isn't that fascinating um so not even just them touching themselves uh playing with other people's belly buttons um even just looking at a belly button there's people who get rock hard um and that's the same thing too is your belly button hairy is it pierced if so what jewelry is is it is it you know pierced with what color is the jewelry um like there's so many details but not as many because you know it's not as detailed as a hand or a feet could be because it's just a little belly button you know what i mean um but people have preferences is it an innie is it an Audi? what are you rocking with what's in that what's in that mid that midsection 
<laughs> what's in that midsection huh? what's in that midsection and that's true i've gotten requests of people wanting to see my belly button all the time and usually a uh, fun fact with fetishes like that that are a little more specific i charge more i do because it's specific and you know that, that they want it that bad if they're asking specifically for it why would i why would i just give that to you for free you know right <laughs> okay so the last one that i added like i said we're not going to do like the entire bodies but the last one i added on to the body part little category was armpits yeah that's a big one there's people that love sniffing some armpit hey not even just sniffing yeah w- sniffing fucking whatever you want to <laughs> yeah close that pit down on my cock and let me thrust on it like a like a pit job <laughs> pit job oh pit job Still, okay so again not is that gonna be our, is that gonna be asking <laughs> the logistics of trying to fuck an armpit all right is that gonna be our next content we gotta make oh god no <laughs> uh sound in the comments guys if you want to request uh a pit job uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> what if we got like a million comments that were like, please God, yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to see Stony fuck Conway's pits. Anyways, so yeah, <laughs> you were saying kink asking why. Yeah. Like, why? I mean, now, the why I completely understand, and it's basic, it goes back to biology. It's like, you know, the whole pheromones thing. Um, which, oh, you know, we're not talking about just smelling. I, I know we're not stick? talking about just <laughs> I'm saying where it starts because like, you know, people love sniffing armpits because they're like, oh God, the pheromones. 100% understand it. It's Me. basic animalistic nature. Me, I, I do sniff Stoney's armpits. I love his stinky pits. Does that make yeah. No, I don't really, that's not a fetish though because I don't like get off to it nor do it during sexual intercourse either. Yeah, but some people do. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, just, you guys, I, I don't have an armpit fetish, all right? I do not. I just like to smell his pits every once in a while and see how stinky he is, and sometimes it smells good. And y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, so you can't judge me because y'all do the same thing. Don't lie. <laughs> I, I, judge, I judge her for you. <laughs> I do enough of the judging. Anyways, so, yeah, the, the, the smells of armpits during uh, coitus during fornication <laughs> during during fornication um people there yeah there is people that have asked me what do your armpits smell like um can you take a picture of your armpits for me and i find that uh i i couldn't imagine going to a bar picking up a cute human taking that cute human back to whatever place you are to fuck you know and then they're like hey lift up your arms and you're like what and they're like and they're just straight on just getting at it while just you're standing there with your arms up like are we gonna and you're not even getting touched like they just finish and they're like that was great did you have a good time (laughs) some random person you know you don't you're just it's like a one-night stand like imagine and you're like i didn't even we didn't even no we didn't fuck you're like telling you know your girlfriends next day so how was it i don't know we didn't even I didn't, didn't even get, I didn't even get a participation trophy. We didn't get what? nothing. What do you mean you didn't get a participation trophy? Yeah, all they wanted was for me to lift my arms, and they stared from across the room at my armpits in the corner. It was like, like Gollum. Being, it was like being a cuck, but just for my armpits. Ooh. Armpit cucking. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's people like the feel of it. It's also like 
is it a woman? Is it a female? What gender of your armpits are are, are they? Do it, you know, do it does stank. it have hair? Do it stank? Is it stanky? Is it sweet? Is it musty? Do you, how long has it been since you wore deodorant? Do you ever wear deodorant? Do you do, like, do you, shave? Do you yeah, not shave? Do you, is it hairy? Is how hairy? Do you, is it stubbly? Uh, what color is your armpits? Is, are they darker? Are they lighter? You know, like it's, it's insane. Like, does your armpits have moles? Do you have freckles on your armpits? Does your armpits have some acne? Like, people get very, very, very specific with their armpits, just like any other preference. But like I said, guys, remember, fetishes are people have to have to climax. So think about that. Think about every type of armpit in the world. Someone wants to fuck it. Look at your, everyone look at yourself. Look at your armpits right now. Class, look at your armpits. Raise your arms and look at your armpits. Someone wants to fuck that. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Someone wants to fuck that. So if you're ever feeling sad about yourself, I want you to remember what Conway said. Someone wants to fuck your armpits. Don't forget that. Don't ever forget that if you're feeling sad. Someone will fuck it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, okay. So we, I, I kind of got the body parts off my list out of the way. Like I said, we're not going to do every single fucking one. Y'all know that any body part can be a fetish. Um, so now we're kind of in the items little section, little subcategory I put together. Um, I only got f three things on here uh, besides, you know, the materials of latex leather, all of that shit we just did, right? This is mainly, like, specific. So we talked about the lady cooking recipes earlier, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, I was like, Stony answer. Hello. Well, like <laughs> um, so yeah, we we talked about the lady uh, recipes. So a really big one that is a very, very, very common fetish. I think it's like number seven in the entire world um, is food play. So whether you're like feeding your significant other some chocolate covered strawberries on a fucking bearskin rug next to a fireplace in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, or you're a lady on the internet smushing her fingers into some mac and cheese flour concoction, uh, food play is a very big common fetish. Um, everyone, if you haven't seen Varsity Blues, uh, the whipped cream bikini, the very iconic scene in Varsity Blues uh, where she basically puts whipped cream on her boobas and her kitty cat and little cherries on the nipples. Um, and yeah, people will eat eat it off. People will whip cream, chocolate syrups, caramel sauces, anything that you put on a Sunday. That's that's a thing. Um, bananas, huh? Bananas. Bananas. No, they bring the bananas. <laughs> put some cream on that banana. Um, yeah, there's even you know there's edible underwear out there. There's edible little bras. There's flavored lubes. That would be considered food play, honestly, right? Maybe. I don't, know. Ever... I don't. I don't know if flavored lubes would count, but definitely. Well, it, I mean, it kind of counts because you know they are food flavors. I've tried. I used to have some uh, peach flavored lube, and it, I, it was good. It tasted like candy. I caught myself Ew. every once in a while just like eating the lube because I was like, "This is good." <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Uh, it's good and what's funny is when you go into the sex shops too um 
they have them on display to like as the tester bottles. You know how like perfume stores and stuff like we could spray the perfume and like smell what it smells like before you buy it. You can like yeah. squirt some on your finger and like take a little and be like, oh, I don't that one tastes good. I'll use that. Let me oh, I'm gonna eat that off my, you know, significant other. Like this right. lube off. Um, same with like condoms. You know, flavored condoms for people that uh, have to give Felicio, you know, with a condom on, which is good for them. We practice safe sex around us, these here parts. Um, but I f- every time with a flavored condom, it, it still tastes like latex. <laughs> it's still pretty bad. Pretty bad. Same, same with the lube. There are some flavors out there that are pretty bad. Have you ever had any experience with flavored lubes? Uh, I mean, not really. Have you ever done the little tasty test in the sex stores? No, because I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, personally, I don't see the point of flavored lube because uh, just all the additives and stuff just make things, you know, not great. So well, I, well I yeah, <laughs> I just think it's it's funny you've never just been in a sex store and been like, ah, the lube aisle. Mm, no, the only the closest <laughs> to that would be like in middle school, whenever, you know, people first started discovering stuff like that. People would get like the flavored condoms. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. And lick them. Right? Yes. Like, like it was weird because people it would still get taste like flavored, latex. With people would get the flavored condoms and they would chew on them. Ew. Oh, yeah. like like you would like a bottle cap of a Gatorade or water bottle. Right. Yeah. But like they like originally it started out as someone was like, ah, look, I've got these colored condoms. Haha, they're cool. Oh, they have flavors. And so someone would like taste it. Be like, oh, this doesn't taste bad. And they would pop the whole fucking rubber in their mouth and just chew on it. And then that person has now that person has a latex fetish. A hundred percent. Or has to chew on. Hang on. Imagine going over to a guy's house and he's like, I got protection. He pulls out the condom and just starts chewing on it. (laughs) Starts chewing on it and fucks you. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, that I've that would be ooh, the little ring part which is just chewy like God damn. So yeah, the, the food place. So like it could be whether it's like I said, flavored lubes, flavored condoms, it could be actual foods that you're playing with. Um I have a fun little story. Shall I tell sorry, speaking of food, should I tell my Apple story? Oh yeah, go for it. Sony hates this fucking story. So, like I said, guys, you guys know I'm a spicy worker. I've been doing this for seven years now. Um, I have gotten a lot of unsolicited uh, videos, a lot of unsolicited pictures of every type of body part that you could think of, of people doing uh, absolutely insane shit anonymously just sent to me out of fucking nowhere. This is one of the stories that have stuck with me in these seven years of doing this. All right, guys, I want to set the scene for you. It's a casual Tuesday morning. It's like 8 a.m. You wake up. You roll over out of bed. You stretch. Do a big, nice stretch. You lean over to your side table and you chug a bottle of water because you're severely dehydrated, you know? Um, And you're like, oh, let's check my phone uh, for today's workday. So I pop on my phone, scrolling through Twitter. All done. Scrolling through Instagram. All done. Time for Snapchat. Open my Snapchat because I have people, you know, customers that are messaging me. Hey, can you send me the link for this? Hey, can I buy this? Hey, blah, blah, blah. Right? Uh, I get nervous when uh, people send me, you know, actual snaps, not just like snap text uh, or snap videos are even worse. I never know what they are. So I'm staring at my phone. There's a nice little video popped up. I was like, oh, and you know, on Snapchat, guys, you can't see 
how long the video is. You just see the little little box ready to be opened. I open this video, and it's a man's butthole. And I was like, all right, where is this going? It's a video of a man's asshole. Um, and all of a sudden, the asshole widens, and it gets bigger, and out pops an apple. And he grabs the apple and shows it to the camera and sets it down. Pans the video back to his asshole. Out pops a second apple. He grabs that apple, shows the camera, then proceeds to eat said apple. On a casual Tuesday morning, folks, I got scent of a grown man shoving two apples up his butt and then eating them. That is my favorite story. Apples for assholes. <laughs> that, is, that is my favorite fucking story. I was cackling. And yes, I did replay it and watch it again because I could not believe my fucking eyes that some dude just woke up and was like, uh, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to send the Apple butt play to Conway and she's going to love it. And boy, did I. Um, I was cackling. I could not stop laughing. And to this day, I like I said, I told you guys, I've never told you guys this story, uh, but I tell my friends all of the time. When people come up to me and they're like, what's the weirdest thing you've been sent? Most people will say, oh, dick pics or like weird looking things. I have a story that's even better. And I'm sure there's people that beat me. Um, I've seen a lot of also other weird shit. But it was just my favorite because he was, it seemed like that dude was just so proud to show me on a casual Tuesday morning, look how many apples I can fit up my butt. Not one, but two beautiful red apples. And he tasted them for his morning breakfast. I can't get over that scenario. I really can't. <laughs> like, it's so fucked. Like, it really is. Think about that. Think about waking up, and that's the first thing you do to start your day. And then you go to work in your little cubicle. You're just some insurance guy named Randy. But earlier that day, Randy shoved apples up his butt and sent it to a sex worker. <laughs> that's the world we live in. That's the world we live in. Hang on. I gotta, I gotta, I'm on a sales call, but first, apples. Uh, yeah, so that, that is, uh, that's one of my food play stories that I have for you. I have many more and I'm sure I'll share them along the way, but that's easily one of my top 10. Easily. You got any, got any weird stories like that to share? Or do I just no. have you, I just no. have you beat. <laughs> do you remember the first time I ever told you that story? Yeah. Yeah. And you were, you, Sony's face was, uh, I couldn't, it was, uh, an, un definable disgustance <laughs> when I told that story. And I think it was like the first or second day we were ever together too. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where I'm just like, why? 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 <laughs> that was not a, a, a dinner time story. <laughs> Boy, did I tell you. <laughs> so, uh, switching gears uh, to another very common fetish, especially in the United States. This is a very, uh, I think this is the Midwest's uh, top kink. So the Midwestern states, uh, you, you actually will probably, this is probably going to be very believable, um, is sports gear. Like people 
love either seeing football pads, a variation of cleats, jerseys, um, the actual like sports ball itself, whether it's a football or a baseball or soccer ball, uh, a ice puck, you know, a, a hockey puck or whatever. Um, it is a very common fetish uh, that people have to have during sex um, in the Midwest. Tony, my man, come on. Well, I don't, you just were going. I don't know what you wanted me to say to that. Well, you got to, it's our talk show. We're a podcast. Come on. You got, I got to say something. You say something back. That's how it works. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people have fetishes with stuff like that, but I mean, I don't. Do you I, know? I, I meant, do you think it's, it, it's right to be, you know, very common with Midwestern states like Wisconsin and Minnesota? And I don't, I honestly don't know. I don't. Well, come I, on. There's tons I've, of. I don't know. I've never had anyone be like, yeah, you know what really gets me going? If somebody wears soccer cleats and kicks me in the balls while I have sex. <laughs> no, one, no one's open about that stuff. No, I meant like, doesn't that seem right that the Midwest out of state I don't know. have I think, lots I think of that's... sports? teams I, I don't know i think that's profiling and profiling is wrong <laughs> oh my god no this is not profiling this is coming from scientific fact it is one of the top fetishes in midwestern states and to me that makes sense because there's tons of sports teams up there and well, the, I mean, the only common one is shoving a hockey puck up your hoo-ha and or any orifice in your mouth or your butt well, yeah, but that's just like anything else. Anything that looks remotely phallic, people are going to put in their body. Yes, yes. But I find it fascinating that the Midwestern states really enjoy fucking with cleats on. Yeah, you know? I mean, I guess the closest thing to sports ball related stuff is like, I remember probably around middle school time also. There was a video. Yeah, that's that where we get weird. Was, that's where <laughs> there was a video floating around of a girl putting a whole Nerf football in her in her pussy what? and then launching it out. Yes. What? Oh my god! Do tell. Well, like you know what? those, you know those, you know those like squishy, the foam ones. Yeah, yeah, the foam ones. She put the whole thing in there, and then like laid launched back on a bed. <laughs> yeah, and then just thump, You just watch the thing fly on out of there. Wow. I mean, I've seen that with ping pong balls. That's a common trick at strip clubs, but like. Yeah, ping pong balls, eggs, golf balls. Dude. Wounds. There's, to, you know. Okay, to launch a whole Nerf football. Man, one, that's got to be really lubed up, um, especially if it's foam. But the fucking, like, diaphragm strength to be able to push that shit. Whoop, out and to score a touchdown it's, that's fucking yeah, it's, crazy kind of goes back to like how strong are your kegels i guess dude that's insane that is quite insane that is a big item i mean I'm, i know there's bigger item insertions and shit like that but like that is a pretty big uh thing wow holy fuck yeah, but i mean you got to think about it not really because all you have to do is kind of squish it and it'll you know i mean yeah sure it might expand a bit inside but but I, I meant just to get it out because, like, sometimes getting regular things out when people oh, use, you know, butt plugs and the stuff, things, the suction to it is, is you know, that's crazy. To imagine seeing things, that as a 13-year-old, that's also insane. Yeah, <laughs> the things that I've seen on this internet. Same. Also, yeah, we, we talked about it. We had a whole section. Um, okay, and the last I items and body parts category I wanted to talk about, uh, this one is also uh, number eight in the entire world. The entire world, number eight balloons 
And people that have balloon fetishes are also called lunars. They enjoy flating and popping balloons for sexual pleasure. I don't. I, I, that's one I don't understand. I don't know. How, lunars. How, how do you get to that? How does that? How, what what causes that to start? One, it also starts with like latex, right? Latex or balloons. So that could be why. Uh, the sound, the excitement of scaring you. That's also very, very common um, is when a balloon pops, it gets exciting um, and it scares you. So it's excitement. Uh, so a fear aspect of it. Um, that could be why um, blowing the balloon up um, is I would have some sort of breath play in a sense. Um, and some people just like to blow balloons up and hump them um, and get off. And then it pops. And that's when they they they, you know, come. <laughs> yeah okay. um yeah uh it also could go with like a clown fetish too if we're like throwing a little sidebar I mean, in there it could also technically go with pain i guess because like there's some people that like sit on them and like i don't know if you've ever had a balloon pop on you but it's not the most pleasant experience yeah, it's like a rubber saying. like a rubber band same with like the yeah. rubber band fetish you know like people popping rubber bands on you so yeah it's it's not really a kink shaming we're just kink asking why <laughs> honestly um but yeah balloons are it's a very common especially as spicy workers uh it's a very common requested things i've seen plenty of mutuals that i know uh that they hump balloons on their of and i'm just casually scrolling through mine and i scroll past theirs and i'm like oh that's what you did today nice hope that got you some money <laughs> it's common it's, it's like i said number eight in the entire world um, so yeah, it has to be somewhere with the five senses. Um, like I said, it, most of these fetishes start as, um, you know, during puberty. So they, like I said, they could have a clown fear, a clown fetish. They could just like balloons or they never got balloons as a kid. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it could, there's a lot of different ways of why people like balloons, but the most common is, is the feeling and the sound of them popping as well. Interesting. Yeah. So we're going to dive on into the next category I said earlier. Um, we're going to be talking about scenarios. Some good old scenarios. Good old. There's good a old... lot of them, and I, I can just <laughs> rattle off a bunch just off the noggin. Stony is ready for this section. Um, the last category I'm really ready for Stony to talk about. But this category of scenarios is going to be is is um, not necessarily role play, but it's basically it's role play. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be what role play is um, in a sense. Um, and remember, fetishes are they have to have it. So it means any of the scenarios that we list, like I said, we're not going to list them all. But any of the scenarios that we list, these people have to have it every time they get off. It's like the only thing they pretty much can get off to, right? Yeah, and there's so many of them. Like, hang on, hang on. Let me let's start with the list. The first on the list, anything with step. So, may, the most common one is step bro and step sis. Oh, what are you doing, step brother? Oh my god, I'm stuck in the laundry machine, step bro. Come help me. That's okay, the most who, common one I see. Okay, but who the fuck calls a washing machine a laundry machine? Where are you from, you weirdo? I guess I meant to say laundry room. 
Oh, no help. <laughs> I'm idiot. stuck in the laundry machine. <laughs> I didn't realize I said that. Yeah, where they're like, oh, my God, Step Bro, I'm stuck in the wash machine. Help me. Help me. And they're like, ass is hanging out of the wash oh, I'll machine. Help. I'll help you. All right. I'll just fuck you while you're stuck. So Step Bro and Step says, I don't fucking get it. I do not get the, like, family relations kink. And I, think it's, I think with that specifically, because it's such a taboo. Well, because you're not related, because you're technically yeah, not you're, blood. You're technically ish. not related, and like that. Well, because like people a, can marry into it, yeah. If it's, I yeah, feel it's like I feel like that was something that it's was not a, incest that got big, like as a joke. In, I yeah, want to say 90s as a joke. I want to say as a joke, and then people you like, you want to oh, say and- that, but you can't say that because like people like there's there's people that even do it like in movies and stuff like that. Like, oh, well, you're not actually related, or like talking about like Clueless. oh, kissing cousins and stuff. Clueless, for example. She really likes her stepbrother. She basically falls in love with him. So yeah, it would be the 90s and the early 2000s where this kink kind of progressed. But it is one of the number one searches on any porn site and requested. Yeah, you can't go on to fucking Pornhub without the entire the- first front page is nothing but stepbrother, stepsister, stepmom, stepdad. And that doesn't even have to be what you're searching. It literally is like, it'll say hottest videos. And that's on yeah. any platform. It just says step bro, step sis, step mom, step dad. Like, I find it to me, it goes, I am kink so, It goes so far into it because, like, you'll have people where it'll be like combination kinks, like step grandmother kink. It's like, well, okay, at that point, you're just, you're, you're reaching. Yeah, it's just clickbait at that point. But for me, with this category, I am specifically asking, uh, kink asking why. Why is, does that turn you on? Why is that? To fuck a kind of relative, I guess the forbidden aspect of it. Yeah, I guess if like taboo. your mom and dad got married and you hate your fucking stepdad, so um, you're gonna go fuck his stepson. Like what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's what? one of those it's one of those weird things where you know it just people do things like that. They like things. It's. I, I mean, know. I I know plenty of the stories where it's like mom mom gets married to new dad and that dad has a son and and they're the 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 sister or the daughter and the son are the same age so they just secretly been fucking the entire time and they just been step sister and brother that's a thing like that happens all of the time yeah but you got to also realize like probably until like a hundred years ago people were still like completely within their right to marry their family members yeah that too that too like that's not that <laughs> old of a that's not that yeah. new of a concept people, people have been people doing that for do that. millennia yeah people still do that people still oh i just i, I married my cousin because we're it's not but it's, 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 it's not it's, my it's first cousin. cousin it's it's yeah. a second cousin yeah uh yeah so that yeah step bro step sis step anything is a very common uh one of the most common search fetishes um so next one would be bdsm and bdsm stands for a bondage and discipline dominance and submission sadomasochism or sado sado bondage domination and sadomasochism no 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 no. the full the full definition is bondage and discipline because that's bd and then yeah. dominance and submission that's ds because it's like an no, it's no, an no. s and m is sadiomasochism. yeah that's i was trying S-S-M to pronounce it correctly yes that's what i just said i was trying to pronounce it correctly i just couldn't pronounce it co- correctly um but that's you know that's your your uh basically it's the most common fetish in the entire world like it is number one 
Um, it's just people like to be tied up. People like to be tortured. People like pain. People like dominating people. People like being subs. It's the most common fetish in the entire world. Isn't that fucking insane? I mean, it makes sense because it does. It really does. I mean, everyone associates pleasure and pain and like you can't have pleasure without a little bit of pain. Like there's a whole, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff to go along with that. Yeah. Um, And that, that's also the most, what people most commonly know and with that whole 50 shades of gray bullshit yeah that, that was a big every karen movie. went and watched um people in the community fucking hated that movie if they were part of the bdsm community fucking hated that movie so much because they just put it in such a fucking shitty light oh my god the 50 shades of gray is so cringy i don't know why you guys i don't know why it became popular i don't know why all the fucking mommies were reading those books and being okay, like oh well, i want my i want my my Dicky Dale over here to tie me up with some. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about it. It kind of goes back to the people want one what they can't have almost every time. Whenever you look at why you like something, well, because I can't have it. But then you also have to look at that aspect. It's a fantasy, you know. Yeah, it's a hundred percent a fantasy because a lot of those like Karens and shit like that that don't get any of that. They just want something, and they're reaching at literally anything that they're not getting in their relationships. They're like, well, maybe if I. You know, tell him I want him to hit me. Maybe he'll love me more or something like Jesus. that. And you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like, yeah, uh, I would say the Fifty Shades of Grey era really did put a weird fucking light on the BDSM community because it made it seem like that's what it only is. And that's not true. There's yeah, multiple it ruined, layers. It ruined a whole fucking generation of people because they grew up thinking like this is what it takes to please somebody. You have the the dom daddies with the oh little my God. The skinny Twitter guys. doms. The Twitter doms that are Twitter fake doms. doms. are so fucking annoying. It's like, oh, come here, kitten. Let me choke you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny because it's like, for us, like I said, for me being a sex worker and for how long I've been a sex worker, you know who are true doms that respect the boundaries and have the aftercare and everything else. You know who the true sla- uh, subs and slaves are that you know, respect boundaries, aftercare, everything else. Like, you know, like, you can pick it out very easily. So when we say Twitter doms, we're literally talking about the, like, I'm fucking your... crypto dickheads that are like, Ew, you like that? I'm dominating you. And all they're doing is choking you. And then they're, like, just complete dickheads the whole time. You're like, no, you're just a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's, like, a that's the thing that people don't really understand, I feel like, a lot with BDSM is, like, it's not necessarily just, like, very oh, this, respectable. Is only, this is only a sexual thing. For most people that engage in, like, the full BDSM lifestyle, it is a way of life. Like, there's people that, you know, like, collared. Collared, collared people. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly what I was going with. The collared people. The co- it's hang on, hang on. Collared. Collared, collared not colored. Collared. People who wear collars better. Yes, with locks. Okay, so people people wear collars. Um, the whole idea behind it is, like, you own that person. And they and don't so, wear it just during sex play. Some do. No, no. Like, they there's, there's people 24/7. that whenever the act of being collar whenever you get a collar put on you, um, the person who puts the collar on you has access to the key and they keep the key on their person at all time. And then the person who is collared, they will have the collar on 24 seven. And the only time it's able to be taken off is if their person who put the collar on them unlocks the collar for them. So it kind of goes back into the aspect of, you know, medieval sense where people would have chastity belts or cages or whatever. And it was basically like a sexual thing for a lot of people. And 
it, it was like a whole principle of like, I own this person. This person can't be with anybody else or anything like that. Um, specifically like chastity belts. It's kind of a really weird thing because like caging, people, right? Yeah. It's caging because like the people that would wear the chastity belts were like younger people in a sense, like pubescent people and stuff. And like the person who owned them, quote unquote, would be like their, their like father or something like that. And they would give the key to the suitor. Like it's, it was, a this really is, we're not weird... talking about now. We're talking about like back in the day. Yeah. Back, back, <laughs> Just back to in clarify. <laughs> Just to clarify. Um, but also another very common one. I get this. This is probably, I would say my top five most requested things is uh cock caging, you know, like putting cages on cocks. Um, not, not your, you know, rooster outside your, your other member there uh, where it's basically a chastity cage for your dick. If you guys don't know what that is, uh, feel free to Google right now. I'll give you a minute. Uh, Chastity cages on your cocks. Cock cages. Yeah, it's something that I don't there understand you go. because I don't. I You I don't, don't like pain on your, your, your significant members. That's also why. Well, there's that, but also I don't understand because, like, the logistics of it. Like, you you can't necessarily always control when you get hard or not. So, like, how... I don't, I don't. It's a little pain with it. And that goes into our sadomasochism, right? This is our little other section of BDSM. Pain. People really enjoy giving pain out and dealing with pain, right? Yep. And this fetish, I would say, from observing over many years of it, um, I would say this fetish is very common in people that have a very high stress job or a job where they are in control all of the time. They want to feel something or pain of some sort. Um, because it's it a release. Takes them, yes, it's a release to take them out of their extremely stressful environment and into something that is just all you're focusing on is how much this hurts or how good this feels because it hurts. Or, you know, also with the mas- masochism would be um, being isolated. Like there's plenty of people that... Um, yeah, I say that work in very high stress jobs that their kink is, okay, put me in this dark room in a bodysuit where I can't move and earphones on and let me just sit there. And you can control when I'm allowed to come out. So they have no control over anything but just sitting there in the dark, in isolation. It, yeah, that's a very common fetish for people with high stress jobs. Yeah. But uh, the pain also could be, um, whether we're going on like a light scale, which could be, um, you know, whipping, uh, riding crops, uh, different things like that. And then you can go to the real extreme where it's like uh, cow, cattle progs, cattle progs, cattle prods, um, which are electric. Tasers. Um, tasers. Um, you could do, you know, you have the like uh, clothing pins on your body. Um Rubber bands getting flicked at you, uh, clamps of any time shorts. Bondage also has to deal with ropes and different things like that. So being, you know, uh, where people are rope bunnies, which, you know, you get tied up and hung from different things or just tied up in different things. And that that is an art in itself as well. Um, People don't know that the whole BDSM community is, it can get weird in a sense of like really intense very quickly. Or it can actually be art, and it is displayed in tons and tons of um, different just artists and art forms. Um, like I said, whether it's how the rope is tied. Um, and the, that it would be shibari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you would have it to where 
Meat hooks. The, you hang them from hooks. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, that is a thing, but no, not what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, whether it's like the outfits that you wear as a domino sub or, you know, as you're getting pleasured, what that person's wearing to pleasure you. Like it, it the BDSM community does fall all under a lot of leather and latex um, and rubber and things like that for sure. Um, but it also can have a softer side and a more artful side as well. So we mustn't also forget that this this is a very, like I said, it's a number one in the entire world and there is different spectrums, whether it's super light and it's just, you know, Karen and Dale Jr. over there in handcuffs, fuzzy handcuffs and, you know, a little spanking paddle that says bad girl on it. Or it's Larry and Kevin who are tied up in a uh, in a vacuum bag suit. Yeah, a vacuum bag suit. Not With being able to table. breathe. And Kevin is just degrading the fuck out of uh, Larry, you know? Um, it just depends. There's a giant spectrum of BDSM. So that is, that is like I said, that's the most common key, uh, fetish in the entire world. Everyone can have, like I said, these are kinks. Remember that everything is a kink as well, but remember we're talking about fetishes. So like a lot of people got to have that every single time. There's people I know that have to be absolutely choked the fuck out like a WWE wrestler before they can nut. You know, That's like there's people. Common. Yeah, there's people that got to be spanked to where their butt is fucking bruised and bleeding before they can nut. It's crazy. Crazy in their own little ways. So I think that's uh, that's probably plenty for this episode, and uh, I think we're going to make this one a two-parter, so if you guys liked what you were listening to, feel free to stick around till next week, where we'll go back into more fetishes on episode nine. Yes, I, uh, that was a lot, and I think for the people who don't know about a lot of this, they need a little break. I need a little break. I need to go shower after that, because hot damn, that's like that's already a lot for me. But we'll yeah. really get into it next week with the uh, part two. We <laughs> for yeah, sure. just 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 wait till next week, guys. It's gonna get even even probably grosser than, <laughs> than you would like to think. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to episode eight. We do appreciate it. Uh, what is the secret passcode for episode eight? Um, how about we do a lock? The, the little lock emoji because we're talking about things that are nice and locked away in people's weird fantasy That's a lines. good idea. So if you guys have made it all the way through this episode, please feel free to leave us a lock emoji. It also, I think that'll be the secret passcode for next week as well. So just when you hear both these episodes, comment down below a lock or send us a lock wherever it's at. It does help yeah. us know that you guys listened and watched and interact with us. Uh, but where yeah, can we for- find you, Sony? Uh, you can find me at Stony Robbins with an underscore or not somewhere in there. You'll find it. Something, something like that. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's just regular Stony Robbins, or you can find it where the Ramblin' Podcast is at. Yeah, um, if she, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, you guys can find me easily since we are talking about fetishes. I am uh, fetish friendly on my spicy sites. So if you guys want to come hang out and check out that, it is a price though. I'm, we I just don't do fetishes for free to please you guys. What the fuck are you talking about? Give um, me money. <laughs> you guys can find me at conwaytitty.com. It's fairly simple, fairly easy, super just conwaytitty.com. Type that into your user browser. Your user browser? <laughs> Jesus. Type that into your browser. Use your browser. It'll take, yeah, it'll take you to all of my links. 
whether it's spicy or regular, you can come hang out on the regular days. I stream on Twitch quite often. Um, we hang out, play video games. It's where the podcast is, where the YouTube channel's at. And then you got the spicy side of it, too. We don't got to be weird all the time. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that was, yeah, this is definitely enough for this first episode. This is part part one of our fetish series. So, uh, yeah, you guys be sure to stick around next week for uh, part two. Because, like Tony said, it's going to get a little more stinky. If you know what I mean. Stinky. Gross. Goodbye. Very much bye. See you guys next week.